Welcome back, everybody. How are we all doing? Yo, pseudo retribution. Technically, episode twenty-one of season five. Weird to be back here. Anyone that's listening, this is probably the closest that you guys have ever been to getting us in real time, because uh, we have put off doing this for quite some time. Uh, two weeks before this comes out is when we are. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we are nearly done it's like almost, with. It's been like almost two months since we recorded yeah. the season finale. We are nearly done with uh, oh, yeah. season uh, six at this point. <laughs> yeah, which is fun. It's a it's a shorter season in general, so nothing to freak out about. But uh, yeah, it's everybody. It's season six has been fun so far. Yeah, it has been. So we've had some, we've had some excited for that. So, but that's to be expected. Yeah. Be excited for for season six. I really like the intro of season six. It's a pretty true. fun time. Pretty true. Uh, but hey, we are here. Five. Yep. Uh, so season five. First point that I have here, episode zero. So this is just kind of a talking point for uh, Jex and I to like update you guys on what happened. Uh, we won't last too too long on it. I mean, we never last I guess. too long. That's besides the point. True. All right. So there's actually an episode zero of this season that no one has heard yet, except for Cam, because he did it on accident. Um, <laughs> so for the rest of the players here, there is an, a session zero stitched to the beginning of episode one. Yes. Uh, mm. Oh, is it not actually its own separate thing? It's just, stitched. No, yeah, it's just oh. stitched to the beginning of episode one. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, so essentially what it is. Uh, is it's Persephone and Winslow originally fighting against Kronos uh, before he jumps forward in time. Uh, so that's where, like, the sword that he had that was able to cut into alternate dimensions with his uh, time powers as well, uh, Persephone originally had that sword, and he stole it from her and then jumped into the future. Um, hmm. Yeah, so there's a whole session zero so about that. Specifically her weakest moment. I believe yes, the, yes. The, the moment that she was going to be at her weakest, which was when uh, Glacia, no longer goddess of evil, uh, was you know she receded and was in hell, so she's away from Persephone. Um, Persephone had to you know deal with shit on her own. That's why he decided to target her then. Uh, but when he came back, he was expecting to be able to reclaim his god of time status. However, he wasn't able to because Richter was currently partly fulfilling that role, even though he wasn't a god. Uh, so instead, the man had to grind, essentially, to get to where he was um, and become better and better. So yeah, just fun fact about this whole season. Um, I think that's good for episode zero, then, for talks on it. I mean, that was about it. It was just the Kronos yeah. fight. Stephanie Winslow were there. We got some some just nostalgia for me and you specifically, because... Yeah, we were back being in the play. that they used to play in, and we had flat, mm-hmm. we had a ripper there with us. It was a good time. Yep. Uh, so for anyone who don't know this somehow, uh, Persephone and Winslow were me and Ross's first D and D characters. Very, very true. Good to bring up. Yeah, first characters we ever played ever in D and D, Persephone and Winslow. Um, because I figured if you can be whatever you want, why not be a lesbian? The actual origins, yeah, that's that's what it is. That was before <laughs> yeah. the podcast started. That we just that was our first D and D characters. We even explained a little bit of some of the origins. Uh, Maybe. Yeah, not not crazy amount, but you know. Um, but yeah. Uh, second talking point. Uh, any of your characters' backstories that you are curious about or want to talk about now is the time to do so. 
any questions that anyone has about them? All right. We didn't, with Karu, we didn't really go too deep with her backstory. Like, with um, my previous character, B, we went so deep into her backstory and, like, what brought her to making her bombs, like, all that stuff. Um, Very true. With Karu, it was definitely different because we didn't really um, go too deep into her backstory. But, I mean, when you have, when you have, um, like, however many other players, I didn't really, I'm not technically a veteran player, but I am a veteran in Retribution, so... Sure. I wanted I wanted to let the the newer players like Skippy and um... <laughs> Zamaria <laughs> Zamaria Ozma. Ozma the player Zamaria the uh, character yes uh, I forgot her nickname um, <laughs> I wanted to give them a little time to go into their own spotlight a little bit so that's that's why I personally didn't bring up uh, Kara's backstory too much but yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, if, if I didn't honestly, I don't know if we ever really talked that in depthly about Karu's backstory. Um, we did a little bit and I brought up what I knew. Yeah. So I remember talking about like the churches and everything. Yeah, uh, we did. Yeah. Um, Kara's backstory was supposed to be that, uh, she, she was a follower of Lathander. She wanted to be a really good person, but, um, as per, hinting towards my own life uh the church wasn't really following what she thought lathander was like lathander's supposed to be all good a good god like mm-hmm. but then uh the followers of lathander were very like hypocritical with that and that's why she left the church or something like that i don't even entirely remember it at this point but <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's along the basis of what what happened. I remember I had Podna talk to you about that. Yeah. Because um, I remember he he basically gave you a spiel about how you just gotta follow your own heart and you know yeah. do what you think is right. Um. But she yeah, did. That, she ended up yeah. doing that anyways. It's interesting. Uh, to see. I mean, the character definitely had some development, even without a lot of backstory. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. It definitely um, expanded more along the lines of her and her wife's relationship more than I, more than I thought it would. But mm-hmm. um, now I was actually intending for her to be the uh, goddess of fertility. But when that is what she is. Or yeah. no, 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 no. I'm. I was intending for her to be the goddess of sleep or rest. Mm. And and then. Um, I just kind of throughout the season, I got inspiration to change my mind because her wife and her wanted to have a baby. So um, that's where I took that character. And I feel like for all characters, you can always feel to have feel yourself to have uh, creative liberties, even even if you have an intended spot for that character, do whatever you want with it. It's your own dang character. (laughs) For sure. For sure. Um, Yeah. I felt like that's a pretty good, pretty good advice for all the other players and any other players out there who might play D and D. Um, just you know, that's never the character just plays the character, and that's that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's funny. 
<laughs> you can have a goal that you want to set them out on, but hey, they might change before your very eyes. Um, it's always fun to see those experiences happen because, like, that happened with a uh, flur actually in season one as well. Yeah, very different than I intended him to be. Very true. Very this true. Is, this isn't a season about. This isn't a talk about season one. <laughs> uh, next backstory I'd like to jump onto is uh, a lotuses. Sure. Yeah. What yeah. do you want to know? Uh, I mean, I think in general, Lotus didn't have a crazy amount of backstory just because it was your first time joining up with the group. Yeah. And playing him. <laughs> yeah, because I wanted to. I remember uh, joining the group. Kind of, you, we were you and and uh, <clears throat> Jex were talking about the world and the world building and the different um, you know, universes, but the different halves of of the universe you created and stuff like that, and all the rules and stuff like that. So coming into never playing a character above level 10 to now playing a character right now it's level 20 is pretty cool um but it was also like daunting because i was like oh well i get all these new things all these new mechanics so creating a character with a backstory was kind of not on the back burner but it wasn't uh my on the forefront of my mind i guess so i remember talking to you ross about connecting it with um, I don't know how far we got into planning my character, but um, like Persephone, the the attachment there. Um, I remember I wanted to play some sort of magical spellcaster class, and I ended up settling on druid. <laughs> but I also wanted to try some like melee combat. Uh, so I was like, okay, let's do Monk. Um, and in my head, I was creating this character kind of like... Uh, what's that? What's his name? Um, Uncle Iroh from Avatar? Kind of like some sort of... Nope. I don't know. Continue. <laughs> Just making <Yeah>. me laugh. <laughs> it, it, was like, it was like this character that I could... It was easy going, you know, was not, I don't know, super complicated or had like a, like a really like strong, I don't know, like a uh, goal. Like I was just kind of there. Um, I don't know. I kind of pictured him to kind of go, go on easy. Might've had like a tragic backstory. So uh, I've ended up picking myself as an orphan and then that's where we taught him Persephone because she uh, was like my foster mom or something, uh, like running the orphanage kind of a thing. And that yeah, was a while yeah. ago in the universe. Um, it did pop up a couple times, I think, uh, especially the pat this the end of this last season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, your communication with her, uh, aka the kid. Yeah. Friends. Yeah, yeah, that was interesting. That I always liked the little gimmicks and the little that was good uh, flavor. I didn't. I was paying attention. I did not catch on to that for a while. Yeah, it, yeah. It was a, it was a fun little. I don't know. I, I like these like mystical little things, and the that was one of those things that was like, oh yeah, that'd be cool a little mechanic thing, you know. So the classes that you picked for that backstory work really well because a druid and a monk are also usually pretty much wanderers. 
So having yeah. it's not tied to much works really well with those classes. So bravo. Yeah. yeah. And he kind of grew up as a lost character anyway. Like if you think about like an orphan and like if the orphanage is, you know, it, I think one of the wishes was there would be no more orphans. Um, I don't know. Yeah. That was Sorry. Season one. Was yeah. Season. So, so I don't know as far as timeline would go, but I kind of just pictured him kind of like trying to figure out life enrolling in some sort of like uh monast- mon- uh monastery for monks learn and that's like where he would l- learn how to take care of himself kind of a thing um so like he would he would have started out his life as a druid and then kind of like changed his his ways or maybe that's like what his parents were kind of a thing some sort of uh and he's also a halfling so he's not like this big strong guy you know he's like this little guy trying to not die in the world kind of just going with life you know and the whole like nature thing god of nature kind of stemmed out of that going back to his roots as well like you know life is sacred kind of a thing and uh respecting nature and because that's kind of where he he comes from so Mm -hmm. that's that's at the end towards the end of the season as my i guess i don't i wouldn't say character development but definitely was like internalizing a lot of things that was happening around him even if he didn't understand all of it because because this is like his first time like dealing with all of this stuff like i'm not sure if he would know persephone was a god at the time or became a god or whatever it's like the whole dealing with okay so the whole th- thing with like dealing with all this chaos around him with like all the like his whole world's changing before his eyes kind of a thing like oh hey there's these gods you know there's these things that we had to kill these gods and like have this crazy adventure kind of a thing kind of like i guess it's kind of like some sort of like lord of the rings like it's kind of the same thing like you have like bilbo baggins you know he's like this average guy and he comes into an extra extraordinary situation and and uh, name of this season has to adapt bizarre adventure (laughs) (laughs) yeah that was Joju's Joju's bizarre, bizarre adventure. That's so funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, no, but I feel like that works really, really well, especially since, like, you know, Alotus is uh, an older gentleman. Uh, yeah. I don't exactly know what age he, he was. Um, I was picturing. I think I was. Like, yeah, I, I remember making my character. Let me see if I actually wrote it down real quick. Let me pull up my character sheet. I was thinking, like, retirement age, like 60 something. Yeah, uh, fifty late late fifties, early sixties, maybe. Um, yeah, character to go to to play with as well, for sure. And like the confusion would definitely be there because when you were born, there were only four gods, um, and all of a sudden, as you're growing up, like all this, like these new gods just start appearing, and it's like you know a lot of confusion would be there. Like, what? Why yeah. is this happening? Am I out of touch with the world now? Like. It's kind of like What's going on IRL when like you have like grandparents don't use technology like it's just totally they just didn't know it's hard to adapt sometimes especially you just yeah. being like a wanderer nomad that doesn't really deal with society it probably yeah just yeah you yeah. probably showed up in a town once now there's like there's like sixteen or twenty yeah <laughs> yeah like you show up in a town and people are worshiping Whoople and you're like what who is Whoople <laughs> yeah what are you talking it's like, about what like, the heck's a God weather you're like, what? Yeah. yeah. So I think Who that the fuck really is well. Bob? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, no, I feel like that worked really, really well. One day, was like, who the fuck are these people? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's temples being built after some people, and you're like, what? Why? <laughs> Is there just literally a pile of pasta in the sky, and they're worshipping it? I don't... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So, very, very interesting uh, that you went that route. I thought it worked really, really well. I enjoy Lotus as a character. Lotus is such a good Yeah, he's, a, he's an interesting guy. He's he's yeah. plain interesting. Is one of those things where he's both plain, but makes it that makes him interesting. So yeah, for sure, he definitely also yeah. developed. Um, and flip, then finally, windows, which was a good time. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Am I, yeah. Am I gonna talk about all three? <laughs> <laughs> you can briefly touch on all three if you'd like. <laughs> okay. Um, Richard, obviously, uh, that was a custom class made by Ross. Yep. Um, it's a very good class. Um, a little bit behind the scenes, I wasn't feeling the character. Very powerful. I had him, I had him, I had him kill him off. Um, yeah, I'll take that out of one of the talking points. <laughs> yeah. Wu was entirely, uh, just improv. <laughs> the thing is, I did like not Wu. write a backstory for Wu at all. Yeah. The thing is, I liked Wu, but the problem was Azenthi. He was batshit insane. Because that was a big plot point. Yeah, we'll have yeah. that as a talking point later on as well. And Wu was batshit insane. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, now Pan. Pan also batshit insane for different reasons. <laughs> Pan was a character. That IRP'd was constantly high. <laughs> um, Talking to Blaze V2. <laughs> Blaze V2, <laughs> except he didn't, you know, do all nature, the nature bullshit. He didn't really believe in nature. He yeah. also didn't care about animal rights. Obviously. Yeah, um, obviously yeah that was a thing. Uh, it was we, written into his features and traits <laughs> was <laughs> that he hated chickens. The reason he hated chickens was as a young boy, his parents owned a small little chicken farm. And he was basically forced to take care of the chickens. They were very mean chickens. And they would, uh, you know, bite him, claw at him, you know, peck at him, that kind of stuff. He just hated wow. chickens. And one day, you know, when he was after he made his deal with uh, the dark entity that he followed, he decided to kill all the chickens. Jeez. Fair enough. Um, yeah. Chicken Slayer, is that what your subclass was? No. <laughs> uh, subclass was a custom subclass called the Witch Doctor. You gotta keep that going. Very good. You have followers of, of Pan. You have to Yes. Have, they have, have to kill at least one chicken. You have to kill at least one chicken. Just A rite of passage. There's no hard feelings because you've killed my chicken. <laughs> We will get to the chicken fiasco later. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Pan... <laughs> it's called the chicken fiasco? Yes. Pan, uh, after his parents were um, murdered by his patron, this uh, kind of, like, similar to Lotus, became an orphan. And basically got money by scamming people out of their money by doing fortune-telling and all that stuff. Which you saw, you, you guys saw a bit of. Um, very fun thing to do. Especially when your character isn't good at sleight of hand. <laughs> True. <laughs> um, so, you know, it was, it was alright. 
that's that's basically I, it. I mean, I didn't really have really well thought out backstories for any of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I usually uh, don't have well thought out backstories for my characters either. <laughs> um. Okay. So next talking point then. Uh, we have uh my birthday episode. How do you guys like Blimbo's uh little establishment that he had going? Oh, oh yeah, dude. <laughs> uh midnight's backstory was very basic um oh yeah my bad my bad yeah. dude i'm completely nice going gone. yo i'm Jeez. stupid right now it's because we're d- double dming and i don't see him as a player yeah you don't uh, see a player. i mean i've also been yeah. trapping it as if i was a dm yeah 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 uh yeah, go um, for so, it no i want the full the full batch yeah, it wasn't super intense we just kind of had a basic premise with it um well so maybe yeah, it was from um the set was from earth same as um Padna. I believe he was from El Paso, was his hometown, if I recall correctly. I believe so as well, yep. And he, after Podna died, or he called him Lone Star, who he had a crush on. I feel like I hinted that enough, I'll say it out loud now. He had a crush on Podna. <laughs> um, regardless, actually not on Podna specifically, it was on Midnight. It was on uh, Lone Star. But yeah, after Lone Podna. Star got shot down in that shootout that we actually resaw in i can say because we're, we're past the finale that we actually resaw that same memory in midnight's final boss um he ended up trying to go after i believe that same bandit gang and ended up getting yeah. burned alive which is why he died which is why all those burns <laughs> over him um yep. which we saw in the episode that i cut ross off from talking about um <laughs> no, that's good um so when his soul died the same thing happened to him that happened to Padna, because Padna was able to look at that research from uh, Marl that he could tra- that he could trap souls that were going into the different afterlife planes. He could take them and steal them for himself. Uh, reconstructed a new body using some other Padna magic. I don't think we ever explained how he did that. Uh, yeah, I think he had Richter's help. I think it was something to do with Richter, or possibly Blaze. Yeah, um, in-laws are awesome. <laughs> anyways, uh, Midnight was given a new body and was around the plane... For actually quite a while before I played him, yeah. Let's talk about the references. Like for like two seasons before I actually played him at least once. Yeah, um, it was uh, when Dooner Dantuni fought against Padna, uh, which is very controversial with that player. He felt like there was no reason for it to be in the story, but he was just talking smack against Padna, and I wanted Padna to fight him. Um, <laughs> yeah, it did, and Padna whooped his ass. Uh, and after he proceeded to whoop his ass, uh, Midnight was actually there. Uh, and Pana had an interaction with Midnight before going back to the plane. Yeah, um, it was, I believe it was just, you just saw a, like, Midnight's outfit, so a guy dressed in all white with a black hat. Yeah. Just the dap him up. Dabbed up, and then that was where the frame cut off there. And yeah. then in my most hated episode of season four, Midnight also showed up. Yeah. Um, when I forget, I think it was uh, Ivory called for Podna's help. Yeah, I believe so. Mm-hmm. In tow with him was also Midnight. Yeah, fired off a couple shots. <laughs> I believe that was uh, Midnight showed up at the uh, the ship fight, the, the ship mimic ship, ship fight. fight. Episode of that season. I also believe Midnight made an appearance uh, when did make it one uh, earlier that season as well. Yeah, with uh, what's her face? I forget her, uh, Carlet. Yeah, with the Carlet. Somebody got shot. In, I forget who it was, but somebody got shot in the back. With uh, two, yeah. uh, two golden beams of Eldritch Blast in season four as well. <laughs> yep. Which was another so point that never actually happened. If Midnight was to get banished, he would have gotten banished back to the plane of cowboys and communism. 
Yes, he because that is his original plan. It was the plan of cowboys and communism. Yep, and he was sent down uh, onto my side of the world uh, because uh, what's it called? Uh, fuck. He com- uh, Padna wanted to spread communism throughout that side as well. So because he already had his other side. He was only aware of uh, the mechanist plane. Uh, yes. Actually, I don't actually have a name for it, but we'll call it the mechanist plane. And what is not aware of the the fucked up plane that I have. <laughs> <laughs> the Ross plane. He was not aware the of the Ross plane. So we needed the messenger yeah. to be there, which is why in certain places where we traveled through, Midnight had already been there. Yeah. Because Midnight had been around the plane before. Yep. Which is That's fun. Kind of talking points I have for Midnight. He was I, a fun cool. character. Didn't really love the class of Warlock, though. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> uh, it can be fun, you know. It's just how you play it, I guess. It's all just um, character. But, <laughs> yeah. Birthday episode. So, yeah, back to the uh, Blimbo's microbrewery. Sorry for uh, forgetting about Midnight. I'm going to mute, and I'll be back in a few minutes. But okay. Continue to finish it himself. Good. Yeah. Uh, okay, no, my cool. dog is here, and I'm going to go stand on my puppers. Oh. Okay, cool. How do y'all feel about the birthday episode? Getting free drinks and uh, hanging out? It fun time? Fun. It, just, it just felt Super fun. Super fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah nice, it was a good time, nice. bro. <laughs> yeah, uh, and also the the RPing of the sex <laughs> that was something else <laughs> uh, no that was also fun it was in good spirits um, and I feel like I didn't go too too in depth on it which is good because you don't want to I mean I honestly thought the most fun was probably listening to a Lotus's events <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. yeah it was, was one of those things man that because that was funny Remember what happened? <laughs> well, because there's a peg. <laughs> That's all yeah, I got. got. Well, that, but I remember trying hard to, because there was, it was, it was basically just like a strip club or whatever, and uh, or or yeah, you know a little dungeon, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Like it, you know, and I, I remember a night. lotus, yeah, like yeah, whatever. And I remember, like, I was like, what would a Lotus do? Like, would a Lotus even know what to do? <laughs> <laughs> and, like, and like imagining... It, have you guys ever seen Community, the TV show? Of course. Community. I'm a huge fan of Community. Oh, my gosh. Um, what's his name? Abed? Pierce? Oh, Pierce. <laughs> it's, like, it's like Pierce. I was picturing, like, Pierce trying to be cool, like, with the kids. Because he yeah. like, that was basically his character, right? Like, he wanted to be there just to... Whatever he was in community college. Talk about know. banging Earth or kid. Yeah, yeah, thing. seriously. <laughs> so I was like, okay, well, you know, maybe something like that. So I was like, well, let's make this funny. So, yeah, I think that it was. It turned out pretty funny. I don't think it was like ended up getting like too dark or whatever or anything like that. Fun session. I just I remember being yeah. fun. Yeah, I remember it being fun as well. It's happy to have it there. Uh, you forget a lot about what happened in this campaign, but we went throughout all the uh, episodes and everything. There's actually a lot to talk a about. Lot. Like, yeah. Man, like, yeah, before we did this, man, we were trying to come up with talking points, and we there was a lot of stuff that happened. That there was. Um, next, I have a fun fact about the the house to hell, that uh, kind of abandoned house that was up there. Uh, that, oh, the yeah. Hell. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so fun fact that I'll mention that is actually a real house uh, that I used as a ground floor layout. It's actually my girlfriend's house. 
Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so, because I needed a house, and I was like, why not just use hers? So I just had a mental map of, of her so house. and house leads to hell. Good to know. That's yeah. hilarious. Wow. Yeah. I've never actually been in her basement, and that's the door that had the elevator <laughs> to hell. hell. <laughs> oh, that's so, so funny. I, yeah, I figured I'd just put that in there then. Uh, it's a fun little bit. Um, yeah, but fun fact. Next, I have uh, Witchard having sex with the succubus. Uh, but I'll come back to that for when uh, Cam makes his return. Yeah. Uh, next up, I have uh, Peepaw. The, oh, the oh, yeah, yeah. Peepaw's prime. So, yeah, we, were, you, okay. we all remember the succubus, though. We were fighting the Nalfish Knight with the succubus. Yes, yes, we were talking um, about that. Yeah. If I didn't break that charm that turn, I was going to kill everybody. <laughs> Dang. That was the thing that was funny because I was trying to just to, turn to, to like kill everyone. So mm-hmm. my plan was that room was super small. I was going to drop a sickening radiance in the room and then just block the door. And we would have all been dead in six turns. <laughs> That's a real Jeez. thing that would have actually happened like really fast. Yeah. Would have been fun. <laughs> you would have been the... blocking the door so you wouldn't be able to get out and would have killed TPK. everyone. <laughs> I yeah. would have TPK'd the party on session. What was that like? Four? Four? Yeah. Five? Never yeah, it was pretty early. Oh, man. Yeah. So, fun fact there. Uh, so, Peepaw. I, did everybody like Peepaw? Was he a good character? I missed Bramie Bit, man. I'm looking back yeah, to my was a good, was his name. <laughs> he was a fun little character, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember him doing drugs with a lotus. Um, and me. Yeah, I remember tripping balls, yeah. yeah. Yeah, all you guys together. Uh... <laughs> Just you really I did along really well because he was a follower of Padna, so like I was yeah. able to get in there pretty quickly. <laughs> I, looking at a Lotus now playing like Pierce, that actually makes a lot of sense. Um, throughout everything, I can really relate that back to a lot of uh, experiences that he had now. Uh, but you were definitely a better character than Pierce, man. I hate Pierce in community, I know he's so annoying, <laughs> dude. After watching the D&D episode with Pierce in it, I just couldn't stand it. Oh, there's, isn't there two? Isn't there two? There there's two, two of them, I thought. Yeah, yeah, there are two. I'm talking about the first one. Yeah, those are interesting, dude. Dude, I wanted to beat the shit out of him. <laughs> like, I could not He's just him. an annoying character. I'm sorry. He really but he, is. But he is. He was just... Okay, how, quick, how they written him recap for anyone who hasn't seen uh what we're talking about essentially there's an episode where there's this one kid who wants to kill himself uh because he's just super depressed and doesn't have any friends <laughs> so uh the gang of community gets together in order to play D since this kid's like super into it because they want to yeah. have a fun enough campaign to convince him that life's worth living and that they're all like friends and everything um, i forget his name now he has a name fat was- neil Fat Neil, that's who yeah. There's no other Neil in the school, but he's just fat, so everyone calls him Fat <laughs> <Yeah>. Neil. <laughs> Why? It's actually really dark if you think about it, but it, like, it really <laughs> in the TV show, it's just so funny. It is. So <sighs> they, they all band together. I think Jeff initially gave him the nickname Fat Neil, too. Yeah, um, it was Jeff. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they all get together to, to hang out and play this game and they don't invite Pierce because they feel like he's just gonna, you know, be an ass. Um, and he finds out. He's gonna ruin it. Yeah. Yeah. And he does ruin it. Uh, like this kid has like this magical sword and Pierce like steals it from him when like he joins the table and then they have to run (laughs) Pierce in a different room as like a villain. 
Uh, and Pier- the reason that Pierce is doing this is because he wants Fat Neil to kill himself. So oh, he's trying to just ruin yeah. this experience for him, just so that this kid will fucking kill things. himself. And yeah. well, yeah, I mean, the other thing about Pierce is like he has to have the attention, and like because oh, yeah. the whole group is focusing on Fat Neil, he's not getting any of it, so he feels betrayed by the group. That's like a common theme, like it throughout is. the four or five seasons or whatever it was. But yeah, but yeah, it's it's like. Yeah, and it appears like yeah. ends up coming in and like just ruining the game pretty much. Yeah, ends um, up being like the the villain of the of the whole campaign and everything. Yeah, if you want to watch that episode for yourself, I don't know what streaming services actually have it anymore because uh, they took it down. I think Hulu. Uh, I watched it initially on Hulu. I think Hulu might yeah. have taken it down just oh, because. Uh, yeah, uh, Senor Chang does blackface in that episode. So that's why they took it out. Um, It's not actual blackface. He paints himself entirely black. (laughs) Yeah, I know. But he paints himself entirely black because he's a dark elf. Uh, (laughs) No, it's still up. It's still up. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, All six seasons. You can watch it there. Um, As long as you can find the uh, episode itself. I mean, because Netflix, I was watching with my girlfriend and they just, they referenced it in one of the episodes. And I was like, what? We didn't get to that episode, and then I was looking, and they just skipped the episode entirely. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, because yeah, I was like, man, I wanted her to see that, because how she can then also have the same rage for Pierce that I do, but now she doesn't. Um, but yeah, fun stuff. Back to Peepaw. Um, <laughs> I thought that I did a good job of making him a likable character uh, that everyone could kind of get did along you, with. Okay, and did you know the whole time that he was intended to die? Absolutely, he was meant okay. to die from <laughs> from day one. Oh, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't at all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I made him. I wanted him to be as likable as possible, just so I could kill him off. Um, <laughs> you know, give the party a sense of urgency. Sure, we're coming, up with, uh, we're coming up with talking points, but part of like he did say before he died that he needed to die an unnatural death so that he could be reincarnated. Did the reincarnation ever go through? Well, did anybody maybe it did. Reincarnate the peepaw? Maybe it did, maybe it didn't. We'll find out in a future season. How about that? Nice. See what happened to people. Yeah. Uh, okay. When I get to replay characters. Yeah. Black Jack's got to go check up on Shmanthony. Hell yeah. Shmanthony's been living it up. Next up, then. Yeah. Banging your wife. What a guy. So is your wife, real quick question about that, actually, that I have for you, Karu. Uh, since you've left the plane, is your wife, would you picture that she's still faithful to you, or do you think that she's just kind of with Shmanthony now? She is. Um, but if she's not, I'm not going to be upset, because I've been, I've been away for so long, I mean. And then left the plane of existence. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> The Feywild's yeah. a livable plane. She could have theoretically taken her with her. So is your wife now with you then? I'm I mean, you're going to watch so. her die before your eyes. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> she will age and you will not. And then you can, uh, if she's a follower of you, you can keep her soul with you. Yeah. Um, all right, cool, cool. Uh, next up, talking point. Zamaria's so fiance. I know that she's not here, but hey, we can talk about it at least. Um... Yeah, so I didn't make him to die, if anyone's curious about that. Uh, I may, I actually had some talking points for him afterwards. Um, 
he was just gonna be severely injured and have to stay there and they're gonna nurse him back to health uh but then she fully decapitated him and killed him uh or no she split his body in half i believe was how she did it yeah the zamaria classic i remember specifying before she did that like you sure that you want to do that she's like absolutely um because then later on obviously we found out that his mind was not his own and sadamsa had uh taken control of him uh so yeah, he was still her loving fiance, and he just she fully murdered him. <laughs> Love oh. that. Yeah, yeah, that was a that was a really dark twist. Yeah, that was it that was a cool little character thing uh, there. That it was an also very difficult fight. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. I just gave him a really powerful item and then made a level twenty character. Um, also, one of the many fights that I got cucked is midnight. <laughs> there was yeah, one fight where I actually got to use my abilities. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, homie. I gotta make <laughs> I gotta make things more difficult, you know. I guess that's um, fair. But like, it was. I mean, <laughs> we had to do it at night too, so I couldn't even like stay at a range that way. It was. Just <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah. Next talking point that I then have is uh, about Sadamsa. Actually, um, did anyone? I'm assuming Jex is the only person that knew. Oh, anyone else curious I about? Like, I figured out as soon as I heard the name. <laughs> yeah. Well, because he's from season one. Uh, yes, and he was going by the same name in season one. Hey, yeah. I'm gonna be listening. I have to be muted though. Um, I forgot I'm double booked tonight. So, okay, <laughs> I do have some questions that I want to talk to you about though, specifically. Okay, all right. Uh, so first one I'll mention real quick. Uh, Richard fucks a succubus. Uh, <laughs> want to explain <laughs> any backstory into that at all? Wait, what? Hold on. When you when you fucked oh, the succubus. Yeah, so uh Richard had a contract out. This succubus, right? And yeah. uh in true Witcher fashion, instead of killing the beast, was seduced by it and uh let it go. <laughs> cool, it was cool. A little bit of a love interest, you know? Yeah. Uh, you have a lot of talking points that I need to talk to you about then uh, coming up, so please just hop in whenever we need to discuss any of that, okay? Okay. Um, yeah. So, yeah, sounds I'll do a backstory for the viewers. I play on a 5M server, um, and there's a very big event tonight starting in approximately 10 minutes. So, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, yeah. And I'm a cop Should... on the server, so I need to be around. Gotcha. Uh, should we jump to everything that we need to deal with with him and then go back throughout everything else? Okay, with that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, first thing I want to talk about then with him is Alpha Chad. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) general party can talk about it as well, but I want to get how did you feel about Alpha Chad, Cam? Oh, I fucking loved Alpha Chad. (laughs) You had this big early Russian Minotaur that had this fucking. Like teenage Discord admin esque fucking <laughs> dude in his ear. <laughs> Just a loser. Yeah, no, that was yeah. Well, I just felt like Alpha Chad needed a friend, and that's like really what it boiled down to. <laughs> Alpha Chad just needed a friend to play GTA with. That's all <laughs> it is. I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as I thought. I will admit, I'll be the first to admit it was my idea to kill Wu. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, I, I I was the one who opened up. The so a little like, bit of behind the scenes for the entire all the viewers. They had a group chat 
called we Gank Wu Gang. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We, they they mulled over for a few sessions on whether or not they're going to, to kill Wu. Dude, we mulled over for like a week. Yeah. <laughs> and and I still have it. Long. Yeah, it's right here. <laughs> and all it took was a little spark of Karu saying some shit, and then Alpha Chad being like, "You should totally fucking just kill him." And Wu was like, mm-hmm. and then Wu failed the wisdom save. Was like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> oh, you called me fat. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> you called me fat. And then you, Karu, the healer, fucking kills him. Yeah. yeah. She, she, she proved. She proved his point, though. Call me fat. Yeah, and you sat on him to kill him. <laughs> I stepped on him. I stepped on him. Christian is rich. <laughs> You're sheer so weight, therefore you were fat. <laughs> the thing is, I liked what was a character, and I thought Alpha Chat was super fun. But me in character as Midnight knew that Azathoth was a goddamn problem. Yeah. No, Alpha Chat. Yeah. I could have made him fucking good in the end. Sacrifice one for the greater good. That was like that. That's that's a midnight trope. And then you got Pan. And then you got Pan. Yeah, I mean, at least Pan was more manageable. (laughs) Yeah, it was more of a lateral move. I went from chaotic evil. I think neutral evil. Well, now Uh, you're good. (laughs) And now, and now I'm chaotic good. Chaotic good. Okay, so you were you were lawful evil then because you swapped to chaotic good. And I went from. Gender fluid to a gender. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was fun. I laughed. Yeah. I, I think I, I think I laughed out loud at that. I was like, oh my gosh, what a brilliant final card. <laughs> the final episode where we was like, where Pam was like, what the fuck have I been doing my entire life? <laughs> Hell yeah, cheating people Fantastic. out of money. He had an entire existential crisis at the end of the episode. <laughs> I have a question before I get up here uh, for the foreseeable future. Um, what was the deck? Okay, I have that as a as a later point. We can. Do you want to do that right now? Yeah, because I I literally have to go within the next like five minutes. So okay, uh, first thing I want you to do: roll me three d one hundred. I'll tell you what it does, and then afterwards three. I'll talk about the most uh, important ones. Okay. Yeah. So if you can just do that real quick. Oh, I got a 59. Okay, 59, I'll tell you right now. Uh, uh, you regain all spell slots. 11. Oh, nice. 11. Um, uh, your height changes by 1d10 inches uh, if even <laughs> grow, if result is odd, shrink. 30. 30. Um, 30. Uh, caster's feet and hands become covered in a sticky goop for 10 minutes or until washed off. Oh, okay. Uh, all the Ross write this item up and there are some stupid ones in there. There's some like ones we appropriated from the internet and there are just some like fucking hysterical ones. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, the most important ones, uh, a one, I roll on the table at the start of each of your turns for a full minute. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Nice. Yeah, a 17. An ethereal copy of your childhood pet looks you in the eyes and then proceeds to ravage and kill a spectral form of you at the age of four months old. Oh, shoot. Uh, a 21. The worn clothes and armor of a random character and the caster becomes solid adamantine until the end of their next turn. Their AC becomes 24 regardless of what they are wearing and they are considered restrained. Uh, 23. Roll a D- another D100. On a three or less, swap your race. If you're a woman, become a man. 
28. Uh, on your next turn, the caster takes no action as they vomit out 1d10 plus 1 gold pieces. Uh, <laughs> Which happened. 30, yep. Oh, I forgot about that. Uh, yep. 33. The next spell caster casts within one minute that deals damage will deal max damage. Oh, uh, dang. 40, yeah, 47. A unicorn appears within five feet of the caster. After one minute, it explodes into squirrels, which scurry away. Um, a 50. You begin uncontrollably pissing yourself. Your pants get soaked and you smell like shit. Everyone's looking at you. You deserve to feel ashamed of yourself. Take 5d8 recro- Oh, wait. No, take 58 necrotic damage. If you go down to zero from this attack, you come back with full health and a fresh dry pair of pants, and uh, you add a D4 radiant damage to your melee attacks for the next D100 days. Oh, wow. Um, 55. Your mother dies. If she's already dead, she comes as a ghost and tells you about how much of a disappointment you are and how better oh, your siblings God. are if you have any for the next 1D8 days. I was really hoping he was going to pull that one. Oh, man. That's Same. hilarious. I was really uh, hoping he was going to pull that one. <laughs> 60. A bear appears five feet next to the caster. Get fucked, lol. Take 12 damage. <laughs> if this attack knocks you, you and five of your closest family members and friends go to the ninth level of hell forever. Uh, 68. <laughs> caster must make a DC 15 constitution saving throw. If they fail, their nose begins to bleed acid. They repeat the save at the start of each of their next turns. If you can't save in five turns, your skin fills with acid and your brain melts out through your nose. Uh, 74. Caster receives a crown, a, no, a can of aerosol deodorant titled J and S with a picture of a small pirate man riding a pirate ship being pulled through the lava by a giant shark. This has one use. When you use it, it increases your persuasion, intimidation, performance, and deception for eight hours. Uh, I assume you get to uh, either uh, proficiency or expertise within it. Uh, 78. If the next spell would kill its target, the target's extremities fly apart. I thought that was just a fun one. Uh, nice. 82. Caster's fists become unotherworldly spaghetti and with a reach of 20 feet for one minute. On a hit, they deal bludgeoning damage equal to 2d8 plus their spellcasting modifier. <laughs> uh, 84. Uh, loud voices ridicules the caster on initiative count 20 for one minute. Uh, I was also hoping you pulled that one. <laughs> 85. Caster sneezes and three illusory duplicates appear. Uh, mirror images <laughs> casted upon them. 86. Caster's legs become like a frog for one minute. Their standing long jump is 20 feet and their standing high jump is uh, 10 feet. 88. <laughs> Determine if your character is wearing socks. If they are, get a zombie follower that is the last person's <laughs> funeral that you attended. If not, you receive a message from your father. If dead already, then you get a call from your real father. <laughs> your mother was a whore. Telling you that your uncle has died of syphilis and suggesting you get tested. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> 91. If Caster dies within the next day, they become the target of a reincarnate spell. They gain a new body after eight hours. 96. Caster becomes frightened of a color for one hour. I pick a random color. 97. Caster is surrounded by faint ethereal music for one minute. The only two songs that play are Lowrider, featured on the George Lopez show, and the Tequila <laughs> song. Uh, 98. Caster loses spell slots equal to their current health, divided by 50. Round it up. And 100. Casters temporarily banish the plane of chaos. They return at the start of their next turn, but lose all their spell slots. Oh, wow. Yeah. Fun item. So there's a bunch of the fun stuff that that item has to offer. Personal favorites were the mom ridiculing you and yeah. the one. Yeah, yeah. yeah so that's, that was... was good. Just because all like, he read that verbatim. That's what it says. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I like the Piston and Pants one and the Bear one. 
Uh, <laughs> five family members and uh, five close friends of yours all go to the Night Slayer of Hell with you forever. Uh, it's a fantastic time. That's all so right. wild. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's what you get when you have a chaotic item like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's some chaos in there. Some really good stuff and some really bad stuff. Uh, all right, next up, uh, talking point, uh, Sudamsa. Uh, we talked a little bit about him. Uh, I just felt like we didn't, we just kind of skipped past it afterwards. Uh, how did everyone feel about Sudamsa just as a character? Did you hate him right off the bat? Were you curious about him? A problem what with him? When I, first him I didn't really care about him. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, Alois? I don't know. Like, like I remember it was pretty much the same with, um, uh, I just forgot his name. Shoot. Uh, with Cam's character, with his little guy, uh, I was like, okay, well, he's obviously powerful, but like, what are his intentions kind of a thing? So like, and that's pretty much all he thought of him. Like he, other than that, he didn't really care for him. Gotcha. Um, but the interesting, like Asmodeus connection, like I was trying to piece that together. Yeah. Like, I recognized um, it immediately, which is why I tried to get rid of that item. And I talked to Ross afterwards. Like, I told him that was metagaming, but I thought it'd be better off in somebody else's hands. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was fun. Uh, he, he was uh, essentially a lich who put himself into a sword after he died the first time. So it was like his phylactery that he was regrowing from. Uh, huh. and that allowed him to possess whoever was wielding him. But he needed to be able to get them to agree uh, to full possession. So, oh. yeah, that's why I started off with small agreements like, hey, just let you want to be a little bit more powerful. And then uh, when they accepted that and they got some more buffs, uh, but then they no longer would let him go willingly. Uh, yeah. Like Zamaria wouldn't put him down even just like for a second. Like she was always holding him. Uh, yeah. And then, yeah, further on, you get more armor. You know, the possession becomes stronger. Uh, your alignment starts to change. And then the final one, you lose your character, and he just possesses them. Wow. Um, which is what happened to, yeah, the her fiancé. Um, yeah. I will admit. Thanks, thanks. I thought it was interesting. Uh, next one that I have up here. Um, it was also a good callback, because that was the villain in season one. That it was. I thought it was a pretty good callback. I have some good callbacks that I want to talk about here. And We're getting to the point in our campaign that the callbacks actually work. Yeah, exactly. Um, here's a fun callback that no one technically knows about except for me and uh, Jex and possibly Ash. Uh, Goblin with a rocket launcher. Uh, Snurf's <laughs> cousin. Uh, <laughs> I think that was just me because I never actually got to play Snurf. He was just. Like, I don't. I don't guys? remember him. Oh, Schnurf you don't remember the Goblin with the? I love Snurf. No. Ah, uh, dude, it was the Goblin. A goblin... Launcher, I loved him so much. <laughs> Yeah, he was uh, when you guys were fighting against the bear prince. Uh, you guys went to the one casino and uh, okay. Wu bet his Oh soul. yeah, he sold. Yeah. yeah, he like bought the whole casino and got everyone to like help us. Yep, and Snurf had a, or this guy I forget what his name was, but he had a rocket launcher. I thought he was a really funny character. Um, I was happy to I have him. Like he was him. definitely clinically insane. Um. <laughs> Which you've, Next also up. Done, you've also done the terrible thing of establishing rocket launchers as canonical in our world. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, they exist out there somewhere. 
uh, like Fievel. Uh, <laughs> if anyone gets that reference. Nope. No. Okay, cool. It's, uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, Skippy, you should. It's the, the what song. Do you mean? It's like, somewhere out there. Oh, right, oh. Abed, do their rendition. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Nice, no, dude. Yeah, I got some some likes from a comment that I made as under my uh, meme page. Check out the description. Cringy memes are best memes. Where so one of the people that I followed was like, "I'm leaving for an hour." Comment uh, how I really act in the comments, and I just posted all the lyrics to that song. <laughs> 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 the guy on her liked it. They're like, "That's pretty good." Um, yeah, I thought that that was just interesting. Um, Real life LA. Kind of wanted to have Cam here for this as well. If he wants to chime in on it, uh, he can. But like the dollhouse in real life LA, uh, what, what were the feelings in general about that? If you remember that. You guys were doing paperwork. Yeah, that's right after we met Pan and we got teleported, yep. right? Yeah, yeah, you guys actually shrunk down first and had marrying that version yeah. of you doing paperwork. Yeah. yeah. Then we entered the um, dollhouse, got fucked up, got fucked up by a stag. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, that was fun. We met Peter Parker. Yeah, you guys met Tom Holland. Yeah, Tom Holland. Yeah, Spider-Man powers. Spider-Man. He was Spider-Man. Spider boy. What? I was actually Spider-Man the whole time. <laughs> what did you say, Jack? Spider I was looking for Man Spider or Spider-Man because Alpha Chad said something about Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You guys met Tom Holland because he was shooting in L.A. Spider-Man. Um, <laughs> He's shooting yeah. up LA, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> shooting heroin in LA like he usually does. <laughs> <laughs> that episode was just super funny for me because like it was just supposed to be like we're gonna take a quick short rest and then it took the entire session. <laughs> it ended up being like a whole thing, like a whole get getting coffee and <laughs> went up. Like, like, I wanted to go to the I wanted to go get the Starbucks coffee and then just chill for yeah. after I get my stuff back because I just got fucked up by a stag. And then that took an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, because there was Stacy and Lindsay. Yeah, yeah. And I can't this as like a side character, and you just didn't question it. Yeah, I, I allowed it. It was all good fun. He wasn't doing anything to break the game, so I figured, why not? Um, <laughs> that carnival game, those carnival games too. Yeah, yeah, carnival games as well with Blimbo as a stuffed animal that you guys had to win. Yeah, and I think Did Pan sold some girl to Pan trade. Pan Blimbo sold yeah. somebody else. Yeah, he traded like Stacy's soul. Like we need to free her too because I was it Jessica. Jessica. No, no I'm I pretty think it was Stacy. Me... I think it was Lynn. Oh no! <laughs> I mean, let me look at my notes here. Let me look at my notes. I think it was Stacy. <laughs> because... Rebecca. Rebecca. No, I'm, I'm like ninety no, percent sure that it was Stacy because I remember Kim saying. Stacy, you're on. such a fucking bitch. <laughs> there was a couple white girls there. <laughs> there were. There were multiple. Yeah, there was one more at the Starbucks that I was just chilling at. Like, possibly a Jennifer and Michelle as well. Jennifer uh, might have been it as well. I don't remember. <laughs> that was oh, I didn't actually write the names. I just put a group of white girls at Starbucks. <laughs> I didn't uh, put any names. Cam, if you're still listening, do you remember what the, what the name was? I don't think he is. Oh, he's but, deafened as well. Never mind. Oh. I thought Bitch. he said he was going to still be listening. Yeah, never mind. We lost Cam. I don't know what he's even doing in here. Um, <laughs> anyway. Yeah, uh, I'm just going to boot him from the call. 
I did think it was funny that it took fucking half an hour. Like it took an took a whole session to take a short rest, but like it was fun. Yeah, what was the idea with that, Ross? Well, is that just like a place for us to recoup or was that gonna be like a whole <laughs> was that supposed to be like a whole session thing? Um, it was just kind of a place for you guys to recoup and then make it to the uh, carnival. Uh that yeah, was the real okay. idea that I had behind it. You guys kind of built it into more and I was fine with doing more with it. This uh, is another yeah, nice that was yeah. another callback to a season one, actually, because we went to real life New York City in that in that. Um, <laughs> That's true. That you did, and but you guys were died. <laughs> yeah, you guys were shrunk down to a tiny size in real life New York City. <laughs> we, were, so we were tiny in real life New York City. We still went to real life New York City. That's why when we yeah. went to real life LA, I was like, I think Midnight might die here, and that was like when I was <laughs> running up my backup character because I was like, Yeah, oh, it repeats itself. I might die here. Yeah, because we had hungry, hungry hydras and uh, a bunch that of different fun. games for you all to play. We had like that eating contest, hot dog eating contest. I oh, think yeah, that was pie eating or pie. It was pie. It was pie. Yeah, yeah. pie eating contest. Yes, very fun as well. Um, man, see, looking at when you think about the season in general, you're like, yeah, it was an all right season. But then actually, like thinking back, like all the different <laughs> sessions and everything, <laughs> what, it was, what we did. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty fun. fun. Around this season, <laughs> yeah. A lot of content, a lot of callbacks. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed that a lot. Uh, any other uh, finishing thoughts about it? Um, I think Midnight still ended the campaign with with a Starbucks gift card. I don't think he got rid of it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well. Good. Now Wait, there just is a Starbucks gift card somewhere. <laughs> just there to That's funny. Joju eventually might come for it. Uh, <laughs> Or if, uh, mm. no, Starbucks weren't big when Flair was in uh was in the real world. But Joju, you know, no, yeah, man, he's he's made some rounds. I believe Joju left that plane in like 2015 or so. Yeah, uh, I, I, know, I know Flair was like actually like 2001, I believe. Yeah, I don't know if I think Joju might actually still be here right now because he was teleporting throughout all the time. So. Maybe he's the one that uh that started coronavirus. <gasps> you know? Oh. It's possible. I mean, First 9-11, now coronavirus? What? He also yeah, he made Hitler. <laughs> he made and then killed Hitler. Um, <laughs> that, that did happen. Yeah, he shot off one of his testicles to make him upset and then gave him some racialized <laughs> propaganda uh, <laughs> to help fight against the Jews. And then Hitler was gaining too much powder power, so Joju just killed him. Uh, <laughs> he did too much powder. <laughs> yeah, true too. <laughs> I would believe that Hitler would snort coke. Um, the man was on something else. But yeah, I was going to say, dude, was was like, like, this is too much order. We need to kill him. <laughs> that was. Yeah. That's fun. No, I, I, I <laughs> it was a good time. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, next up, I have the arena fight where all of you guys duked it out for the item, and Kara was actually the winner. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Objectively, the worst character made for combat. However, it was able to slip under the radar until the end. It's the only it reason. Why. I mean, yeah, it's not like there was a giant elephant in the room the or anything. Yeah, yeah. Right. I wasn't paying attention to you because you right. were not the combat character. Right. I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't the center of attention because I was just the the healer. What was I going to do? And then yeah, so you just swept it at the end. I swept it. Yeah. So. Good on you. Thank you. Happy about that. Yeah. yeah. Very subverting expectations for sure. I expected Mario to come out there as the the victor. Yeah, the paladin. That was what I was expecting as well. <laughs> yeah, but no. I don't think you just lay on hands. I think that's an issue. 
Nope. Yeah, I don't um, think that was Lighthouse. I feel like yeah. Zamaria did not know her abilities very well. <laughs> nope, oh, she didn't. Yeah. She had some really cool abilities that she never ended up using. Uh, like she could, if someone was attacking one of you guys, she could have uh, swapped it so that they started attacking her instead. Um, oh, interesting. That being a thing. Mm-hmm. And she also had an ability that if anyone within her aura dealt damage to someone else, they would take damage in return uh, in hmm. order to help try to create peace. And that um, was a really cool. Um, that's a really cool balance subclass that I would like to see played again. Yeah, for but sure. Really powerful one. On Make sure you read yeah. your sheet before the session. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> uh, that's what I always have to do anyways, though. I forgot about a bunch of abilities I had on Midnight. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, Midnight's a, a fun one, though. Um, next up, I have the chicken fiasco, but Cam is gone. You guys kind of talked about that as well. I explained how the chicken worked. Yeah. So, like, um, actually, uh, Lotus, I do have a question for you about that. Was that, the t- was that, like, the moment in a Lotus's head where he decided that his wish was going to be about animal rights? Like, was it that? Yeah. Yeah, well, like, the, it was, yeah, pretty much. Like, it was, I was like, wow, like, and, and that was before we met Rudolph, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. So, Directly like, before. I think it was more of a tipping point between him and Pan's relationship. Like, he truly just didn't like Pan anymore. Like, he tolerated him. Like, with all the little gimmicks he was doing, pulling cards out and stuff like that. And... I guess that's that planted like a seed for it. And then like, as I don't think a Lotus knew what Rudolph was until mm-hmm. I don't think Rudolph ever revealed himself. He did actually at the very end at the end there. He did after, yeah. Because he, he after the fight. Yeah. He threw pan into a that's uh, right. tentacle of black mass. Or black that's mass right. Tentacles, rather. I remember that. Like, Fuck this. I think with were this we shit. eating? I think we were eating something together possibly yeah, we were at phony's apartment when we first saw rudolph mm-hmm. yeah yeah and pan actually had a conversation with rudolph there as well which we did in the private uh, chat but yeah that did happen yep which i wish that uh he'd be here to be able to talk about that yeah but, that'd know, be cool. i guess that other things take top priority <sighs> <laughs> throwing some shade on him yep hey we always throw around shade uh <laughs> Uh, next up after that, then Shloopy and Foony, yeah, just meeting them in general. Uh, you I guys banged, like I think Shloopy, I forgot about you did that. bang Shloopy. Uh, there was, was intercourse awesome. between you and Shloopy because, as we decided, if orcs can bang humans, then goblins can too, and it was awesome. Um, <laughs> glad you enjoyed it. Uh, fun thing to see, uh, Shloopy and Foony again. Yeah, again, oh, season one callback. That was a trip as well. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be able to meet with them again. Uh, Did we meet Sloopy at the at the casino? Wasn't he the guy that checked us in? Uh, no, that was the Goblin with the that rocket f- launcher. That's the guy with the rocket oh, oh goblin. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, okay. That Goblin Sloopy has appeared in every season at some point. I believe so as well. <laughs> I believe that he's always been there. He's uh, always there somehow. It's never been explained, but he's just there. He's just always there. Um, fun stuff. Gotta love Sloopy. Uh, and his also weird relationship with uh, with uh, Blimbo. Yeah. And Blimbo has also appeared in every single season. Well, um, ever since, 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 since he's th- been three. The card. Yes, yes. Since season three. Uh, he has been in every... No, yeah, you're right. I, no, I don't think Sloopy was in season two at all. Yes, well, he was. Blimbo. Limbo was in season three. 
Slippy yeah. was referenced as Zinzi. We never saw him directly, but he was referenced. Oh, was he actually referenced? And in, uh, in, I can I I ran season two. Uh, back when you guys were meeting with uh, the Lady of Shadows, uh, mm-hmm. Joju and uh, Richter showed up, and they brought Sloopy with them. You're so right. Like, we, ne- we never saw him, but he was there in the back because they were talking about giving him a bunch of booze. <laughs> <laughs> I think he might have even had a few lines that he said. I think, yeah, uh, yeah, I think, just like, I think you just did a standard Sloopy bit. Yeah. Yes, Sloopy has appeared in every season. Damn, man, that's awesome. <laughs> um, what a great guy. Uh, next up in the talking point, uh, the school fight. Uh, where you guys, there was the rival artificer that was trying to kill uh, Fooney. The one and only time that I used my dual ability. Yes, where you could pull someone else into uh, the, the somebody in your dual. I didn't tell anybody I was going to do it. It's like, you guys got this, right? And then I just left. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, then that dude dealt some uh, some serious damage from I a build that you and I talked to up. Die when I did that, by the way, I was no, like, beat well, him. I can reduce I can reduce the casualty count to one because it'll be three v one and a one v one. So I was like, well, I can reduce the casualty count. Yeah, <laughs> and then I somehow won. Yeah, good on you. Uh, I think I did lower his health towards the end because it was just going on for a while. That's a one v one will. Yeah. Um. Then. Any other thoughts about that fight? Anyone else? I think it was no. I think it was good. I think it was interesting to see uh, as we were getting stronger, like how the fights are being not adapted, but like still challenging. Yeah, more and more powerful characters showing up. Uh, yeah, so yeah, just, yeah. Because that was a, uh, I would say that was probably challenging for you guys, uh, having have fought. Uh, Sudamsa's guy now two level twenty characters uh, rather than just one, but they didn't have crazy buffed magic items. Yeah, um, really, uh, yeah. difficult, but um, not the worst thing in the world. Well, so no. you playing healer wasn't able to do much except keep us up, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. which isn't bad. Um, which we did need. Clerics are good. I'm not trying to shit on you. I'm just saying, like, you probably didn't feel like the combat was very easy just because you couldn't do much. I couldn't do much. <laughs> yeah. Oh, clerics are great, though. Clerics are fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. uh, next up, then, uh, we already did card time. Uh, season one location that we revisited with the Hooters. Uh, yes. <laughs> Again, another nostalgia trip for me, because I remember being there as Fleur. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Finn was also there, if uh, Ash remembered that at all. I do. I love yeah. Finn. Finn's always so fun <laughs> to bring back. Of course. I just wanted to bring back the area in general and speaking with Dead, talking to the college girls that all got banged by Jojo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they yeah, died yeah. Like, very shortly after that, <laughs> apparently. Yeah, they did. yeah, it's a very quick thing. Well, because you guys killed the baby and then the, the mama came out and oh, just yeah, wrecked the town. I'm here. Oh, well, hey. Welcome back. Yes. Uh, should we retouch on some things that I would want his yeah, opinion for? With, with Cam, this now is the time. Okay, there's cool. the chicken thing. Yeah, the, the chicken fiasco. <laughs> I, killed, I, I killed a chicken. What <laughs> more is there? Okay. No, cool. I think he killed a couple of chickens. He killed like two or three chickens. Or three. I, I think it was three. Or you got yeah, turned into a chicken. Death on one chicken. Yeah, I got turned <laughs> into a chicken. And I was chicken pan. That's and right, I, I forgot to polymorph you into a chicken. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Show me 1076, the latest 966. Sorry, I'm multitasking. I'm multitasking. Um, also, another thing I want to talk to you about, uh, Cam, two other things. Yeah. Uh, firstly, Goblin with a rocket launcher. You remember that when you bet your soul? Yes. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Anything to add on uh, on that? Anything you enjoyed about the Goblin with a rocket launcher? Uh, I mean, my enjoyment was palpable in how much I was laughing at the entire situation. <laughs> it was definitely a weird session. That was fun, though. It was fun and fair enough. Uh, and then one that I felt like you get a, a huge kick out of talking about real life LA. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> I got to, I got to improv a random ass fucking NPC NPC that I guess is no longer an NPC since they became a PC when you got to play them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you remember any of the girls names? <laughs> is he gone? Uh, I'm here. Uh, wait. Uh, I think the NPC's name was Rachel. Yeah, I remember Rachel. there was a Rachel. Okay, yeah, Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> They're like uh, a Jennifer or a Stacy or like whose soul did you end up betting? Uh, Stacy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Stacy and Rachel. I think those were. The, I think those were the girls. I mean, I feel like there are more, but those are the two most important ones. Those are the two but, that had uh, names. Everyone else didn't have names. You just had. No, I think that there was like a Jessica as well, and like oh maybe a Jennifer. Goodness. I don't remember. Yeah, I think th- I remember giving at least three a name. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and then the arena fight uh, where you fought against everyone else. We talked about how Kari swept it. How did you feel during that fight? Uh, I got my ass beat in the first two rounds. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Pam was not built for combat. <laughs> No, Zamaria uh, focused him. Yeah, because Zamaria and you didn't get along at that point. Which uh, PvP no. is always fun in D and D as well. We really didn't. Yep. If uh, done right, PvP is super fun. Otherwise, it's just really annoying. <laughs> for sure. Um, did you? Had you enjoy meeting Sloopy and Foonie for the first time? I very much so enjoyed it. <laughs> cool. Any uh, any other points you want to add to that, or is that uh, just your overarching? <laughs> for being honest i was high every time i played pan so like the memories are very distant <laughs> <laughs> i fair enough fair enough uh i feel like school fight we already kind of covered pretty well uh season one location we got to talk to the hooters girls i feel like you're just gonna say you enjoyed that yes i think that's cool <laughs> <laughs> uh, very nice <laughs> uh and then the final fight uh we'll talk about yours first before we talk about fight. anyone else's <laughs> Yeah, I figured I would. You guys oh, were ass. That conversation uh, with Rudolph as well? Oh, yeah, the conversation oh, with yeah. Rudolph. Also, your conversation with Rudolph, yeah. You, uh, oh, it was very enlightening. Um, I'm glad that he made a re- he's making returns and stuff. Yeah, of course. He's a fun character. He's a very nice character. Um, I really hope to God that is the character you're playing in the next season. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> And you really think Ross is going to play a fucking squirrel? True. Yeah, do you think that could honestly be vetted? Yeah. Uh, you would uh, make it work, let's be honest. It's, it's yeah. literally the one, the one character from Smite. Yeah, oh my god. It's something I could definitely consider in the future, but I don't know, man. Sounds kind of crazy to me. Yeah. Uh, with the full-on squirrel. squirrel. Uh, fucking goddamn squirrel. You'd be a half-squirrel. Uh, <laughs> do you remember anything that rudolph said to you because i don't remember what i said to you no no you're i remember you saying if you blow my cover i'll fucking kill you i do uh, remember that too 
That was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, then the final fight, uh, where you had to fight against Blaze, um, and that went very poorly for you, if I remember correctly, because you were feeble-minded. Yes. Uh-huh. You really <laughs> feeble-minded on Cam's characters. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Whenever he's playing a charisma-based character and it drops mm-hmm. his charisma down to a one. Pretty for- good one to do. Uh, yeah, but I enjoyed that. Uh, how did you feel Blaze was as an enemy for a second time? Um, a little bit more manageable because I knew what to expect. <laughs> fair, fair. Mm-hmm. That you did because you had fought him before as Bob. Yes. Um, yeah, interesting though. So more manageable, however, he did gripple you. Um, because we didn't <laughs> use the, the full, it was a bit different because we didn't use the, uh, the cannabis stat. We just use actually Blaze's shoot. Yeah. I, I will say this much when we have next season's recap, I got some words to fucking say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got some choice words <laughs> to say about my characters. Viewers have not heard them yet. About so. specifically one, <laughs> dude. It's gonna be about two. It's gonna be about two. I I think I know exactly which ones they're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I have explosions this, on me. I need to go, guys. One. I need to go. I need to go. Okay, go. This upcoming fight that we have to do is. Uh, Possibly worse. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's no choice words about this fight, I'm certain. Yeah. It's only one character this time. Anyways, without letting too, too much uh, spoilers happen. Spoilers, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, spoilers, kind of. You guys... Season. Whoa! Yeah. Oh, crazy. <laughs> um, final fights, then, for other characters. I'll do Midnight's first, since I felt like you that was also a pretty short-lived one. Actually... <laughs> I yeah. one turn, and then I was dead! <laughs> Yup. That's how it happened. <laughs> I said at the end of the session, I got to play for like 30 minutes. <laughs> like, I was just dead for most of that combat. Yeah. Play against Padna. Yeah. Yeah, that was not fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Especially when the man steals necrotic damage instead of radiant. That was um, not fair. I was boned. <laughs> I thought I gave it a good try, but like there was nothing I could do. Yeah, no, he's really powerful. Um, I mean, that's just Pod in a nutshell, though. Extremely that powerful. Was just, I, that was, I was nothing I could do about that. I was dead. Yeah, and sorry about that, that one, Chief. Because I knew about my fight before the finale happened, and I still knew I was dead, no matter what. Yeah, <clears throat> they gave you your, uh, your song to listen to as well. The song for that fight that I decided was Knights of Sidonia by Muse. Yeah. Uh, pretty fire song, but man, it's it fit well. It's my favorite song on Midnight's playlist. Hell yeah. Uh, it's a good one for sure. Um, a Lotus, you went to a different reality where the, the rest of the party never showed up to help fight against Asmodeus. Yeah, that was interesting. How was that for you? Yeah, you actually got to fight against Sidamsa himself. Because I think Persephone was there as well and was helping me. Persephone and Joji were both there. You got to choose uh, between one or the yeah. other to help you. And you decided to yeah. choose Persephone, which was the right Yeah, because she was familiar. Answer? Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, you're more familiar with her and everything. You haven't, as a character, haven't really had many interactions with Jojo, I feel. One of the most notorious characters. That's true. No, I, I haven't. I've been pretty aloof from him, I guess. I like, feel like a Lotus and Jojo would get along all that well. They're both hapless. I, I don't think... <laughs> That's the only connection they can make. I think we might have met, like, one time, honestly. I think so. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think, like... 
just a brief I don't, conversation. He wasn't there this newest season, obviously. Mm-mm. I believe he was actually there in the casino and he talked to you guys there a bit. Very, um, very bit part, yeah. Yeah, but he was, uh, he was manageable there as well. Uh, he wasn't as crazy as he gets. Um, yeah. Yeah, because he had some business to attend to. Um, so he was, he was keeping his cool. But yeah, I feel like, I don't know, maybe you'd like the character as uh, Skippy. Maybe not. Uh, I know that one of our past players, uh, what did he go by? Did he just go by Dr. Professor outside of uh, Dr. Professor season two? Yeah, season two. Uh, that player absolutely loves Jojo. Uh, oh, yeah. Just I love even. the character of Jojo. I hate having to DM for Jojo. <laughs> <laughs> of course, he's the most chaotic being I can make up. Um, <laughs> very fun character. Um, but yeah, so it made sense for you to send him away. Uh, how did you feel fighting alongside of Persephone? I feel it was pretty good. I think we had like some interesting synergy. Uh, For I sure. don't think the fight was too hard because I already sorry. Yeah. You can pretty much just like wreck any melee. You can wreck with any melee based character. Yeah. I, she definitely sped up the process as well. Uh, dealing a lot of damage. Sure. So because I think I remember having to go through multiple fights. Yes, because Cause the doors would open and then I thought Yeah, I think I helped Karu and then we went together to help Midnight. Yep, because I was fucking dead. <laughs> and Pan was just goofing off, I think. The only thing I recall happened was all three, like so you and Persephone went in to help with Karu, and then you sent yeah. Persephone to go help. Uh, that's Pan, what you and Karu went to go help me. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, because I didn't like I said, I didn't like Pan. So if I could indirectly help him, I would, but I'm not going to. Yeah, because if I recall correctly, everyone's reaction to seeing what my fight was was exactly what Ross hoped for, which was, oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I remember sitting there for a while with that one. Yeah, he's a very strong character, Um, but obviously with a cleric behind it, uh, with the party and a cleric. Uh, yeah, because that's absolutely what we needed. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, he is—he's uh, a, a tank for sure. Uh, well, actually, his health isn't that crazy, but man, he just oh, picks people off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, even when you play Padma, you got a kill every turn with him. For sure. Yeah, that's literally how I he is. To, I had to make really big combats to make to make make any combat be viable because you couldn't kill multiple targets in each turn. <laughs> You yeah, one shot like two lich, or three. You fuck. I did. <laughs> I one shot a lich. Uh, I one shot myself. Um, <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah, because we had nega versions of ourselves to fight against. Yeah. And, uh, Pazza cool. killed himself in one turn. Idea. Yeah, it was. I, I might like do that idea as well. I, I just, never it was sort of rolled higher initiative. Like was like when I had them do it, but on like because I gave them two versions of their item. So when I made them do was I saw how good I could fight them in a duel if I was using their character sheet. Yeah, but the issue there was you're using the uh, the melee items for Podna. Yes. <laughs> Gotta stick to the guns. Joe and Vlad for that. Yeah, great weapons, by the way. Uh, as I look at my water bottle here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Getting sidetracked. Yeah. Oh, God, I love it, though. 
Um, just a bunch of Joe and Vlad all over it. Um, and then, yeah, I thought that was fantastic. Um, Karu, your final fight. Oh my gosh, I tried to block it out of my mind. (laughs) Honestly, I have. I forget who you fought against. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, everybody. (laughs) Best villain. Uh, Best villain, you say? Oh, (laughs) he he, Shimona. Oh, that's so right. You're so right. Yeah. So right. You whooped his ass. Because radiant damage against him, he can't use his healing factor. And yeah. that's what really made him a bitch to fight. Um, Two times believe, in a row, I baby. Well. I believe that was the act, the exact choice was to make it so that she'd actually have a, a fighting chance because she's not a combat character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, that was awesome, though. Two times um, in a row, killing Hee Hee Shimona. Yep. Congrats. Where's the third? Give me a third. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Next season, give me a third. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what else? Uh, All right, yeah, but I believe that's the the majority of everything then, as a recap. Uh, Do we want to quick cover everybody's wishes and what they they intended that to look like when they they chose that wish? (laughs) Becoming a god. Uh, Yeah, let's start off with, uh, with Midnight. Why not? Uh, yeah, I can go with that. Uh, so my wish was, as I do with my characters, uh, was more for, like, for world-building purposes. It wasn't really anything that my character would have done particularly, but I did it for world-building. The same thing happened with, uh, Blackjack, where I wanted to, you know, expand the horizons of what us as DMs could do with the world, and that's where Midnight's Wish came from. Which is that you don't have to kill a god to become a god anymore, which is huge. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that is very, very big and should lead for some uh, exciting events in the future. also gives um, all, of, all of us DMs more creative freedom to uh, create stories and worlds that we can adventure through. True, true. Uh, uh, okay, yeah, and got a good, obviously. Yep. Living it up there, living the Vita Loca. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> fucking murdered with Andrew for me. Yep. Totally <laughs> executed. <laughs> Ties into Karu. Uh, Karu, <laughs> your wish and uh, godhood. The wish Thoughts about it. I believe the wish was that um, anybody of any race or any gender could get pregnant if they wanted to. I'm so, pretty sure. Did have a question about this that he forgot about until right now. How does that work? Is it like a storks thing? <clears throat> Where the baby oh, yeah. Up? yeah. It, it, okay, cool. It's a little baby elephant, I would say. It doesn't just... Oh, baby oh elephant that's cute. Shows up? Little flying baby elephant wings. comes down. What? Is it a, a stork with an elephant's face? Because, like, I'm into that. No, 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 no. It's like a... Oh, you know what else I just remembered? That stupid elephant horse thing. <laughs> 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 oh, <laughs> that you God. just... Oh, jeez. Photoshopped. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Please kill me now, yeah. Junior. Was the name of it? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that was like a thing that popped up. Oh my god! No, that was <laughs> a good thing. Good moment. Because that would be fantastic. What did you say? <laughs> Is that what your messengers are? Are they horse elephants? No, 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 no. <laughs> okay, uh, but if it's just an elephant, what about like if if uh, you bang in a skyship and you want to have your kid like so show up flying. there? 
Does it yeah. also have wings? I guess it'll have to fly. Okay, so does it have stork wings, then, is the question. Yeah, I, I guess so. Yeah, okay, cool. Does the elephant, like, does it just, instead of having, like, two separate nose holes, does it just have one big hole that it just, like, pumps the baby out of? Oh, God. No, I, I was <laughs> the baby's that... stored inside and they sneeze it out. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was thinking that the elephant kind of uh, holds it underneath its trunk. Oh. Underneath its trunk. Okay, so like if it drops the baby, <laughs> then the baby's screwed, right? <laughs> yeah, we just call that a miscarriage much. and <laughs> call it a day. Yeah. Return to center, bro. Of, yeah, do they just show Which up a little funky? Which is bigger than, than I even realized when she made it because that means that we can have half races in our world again. Like monster yeah. races. Mm-hmm. True. Because they can do it without get it without pissing off Joju. Yeah. They can oh, interesting. It. Yeah. They just and say, let's, get a, let's have a baby, and that's how it works? Or, like, is there some sort of ritual um, that happens? Is that how it works? They'll have to pray to me, and then they'll they'll get blessed with a baby. Wow. And you get a baby. And you get a and baby. And you get a baby. And you get a baby. Yeah. just Oprah Winfrey in an elephant outfit? You betcha. Joju's been secretly and... using her powers to just get kids to work for free labor. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez! And I became the goddess of fertility, as I said earlier. But um, yeah, which I feel like that was fitting, especially after Blaze uh, mentioned that he needs someone to do all the paperwork for the babies. This is just a lazy ass. That's the only reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You took such a load off of his back, man. I'm sure he's so grateful for that. Now um, he really doesn't have to do shit. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Now he can just literally get high all the time, which is what he was hoping for initially. Um, so he's very happy about that. Uh, and then finally ending with uh, a Lotus, I guess, since Cam is in here. Uh, yeah. God, God of nature. Yeah. Um, cause that ties in, like I said, at the end of the season, like a Lotus kind of came away from that. Like that, like we talked a little bit earlier, like about that Pierce kind of personality and started like, you know what? Like, let me kind of just figure out my own uh, without trying to fit in kind of a thing. Yeah. And as he like grew comfortable with the party, he kind of like was shedding those layers as well. Mm. So going back to his roots, like that's, that's where his heart is anyway. Like the, the peacefulness, the laid backness of nature kind of, kind of like blaze, I guess. But yeah. Um, less drug induced. Yeah, let's. I mean, we're still we're still here for a good time. We're still here for a good time, <laughs> but that's not like the focus. Like his, it's just like trying to be wholesome. I guess would be the would be the way. Um, yeah. and then out of that, uh, with that like conflict earlier in like the the story with Pan, like he wanted all animals to be treated right so they get they have like protection rights and stuff like that like aspca kind of stuff mm. so yeah so now yeah, i get to make the... as, like your, as like your god plane because nature doesn't really have a plane normally yeah i mean like i was I said before he's welcome to the fey wild if he wants to that's probably where he's gonna be uh because it could it could be like a side office off of like blazes thing yeah, it'll just you know like because he's already got he's already got offices and workers there. I might steal some of them. Who knows? <laughs> uh, to do with the sure. deal with the the wildlife. 
Yeah, get some uh, get some of his animal followers to help you out. I'm sure you guys have a deal going there then. Uh, yeah, we actually don't use the A word anymore. Um, <laughs> we, <No>. pref- <laughs> we prefer non-human um, or non-human? non-humanoid. Well, um, so. Even including non-humanoid, there's some races that are non-humanoid. Yeah, there's monstrous races, yeah. Yeah, so what are you you saying that they're at the same level as uh, as uh, beings with an intelligence score of four or lower? You know, um, I I'm gonna have to talk to my um, PR person about this. Um, <laughs> get, that, get that checked out. Yeah, I, I think you can still use the A word. Uh, I don't think it's necessarily an offensive <laughs> term. I think that it's the same way as using the humanoid term to describe a lot of the races. That that's, that's, and you know, I, I never thought about it like that. I was, I was told not to use the A word anymore. But, but I said, yeah, bring I'll, it back. Hey, hey, hey Derek, Derek, yeah, uh, we gotta talk about this animal thing real quick. There's a bear with glasses that like lowers them. <laughs> Look at you. He has like a typewriter. <laughs> he's got, <laughs> he's got like a little, little hat on or something. Yeah, little party hat. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. <laughs> I feel like that's more offensive for to make him have a party hat. What's uh, that? What's that, like that cylindrical hat? What's that? Top hat? No. Ten gallon hat? Like the Arby's hat? No, no. A lot of um, like uh, Indian and Middle Eastern people wear them. Just now, I'm just imagining a, a bear at a typewriter with like really big spectacles and a ten gallon hat, and I'm like kind of into it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't remember. The heck. Anyway, keep going. A fez. <laughs> A fez, thank you. Jeez. Okay, yeah, I can see some some librarian glasses and a fez. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. All right, cool, cool. Anyway, yeah, that's where uh, that's what my uh, my little character wanted out of life. So, <laughs> yeah, and why not? I guess you achieved that then. Um, good stuff, everybody. Like- yeah, any uh. Anything anyone else want to talk about other than all those talking points? I think we did a good. I think we're uh, all done. Okay. No problem. Sounds good to me. And uh, Blimbo, want to take us out? Yeah, sure. Uh, Wait, what? You guys? Well. Oh, (laughs) okay. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm not going to say. Because canonically, (laughs) this takes place in the past. I know. (laughs) I know. Don't spoil too much for season six, guys. I know, Come on. Like, I was confused for like a split second. I was like, yeah. hold up. Shouldn't like Foodie or nope. somebody like. <laughs> nope. I'm the one who's here because future <laughs> events have not taken place yet. The uh, future is in the future. Yeah, exactly. Anybody listening to this uh, who, you know, be excited for season six, boys and girls. Some exciting stuff. Uh, yeah, but I will take us out with this non. Uh, canon. Well, I guess it is kind of canon, but non-story yeah, based retribution. Yeah, retribution. you're here. Yeah, exactly. If Blimbo's exactly. here, it's a canon. oh wow! Blimbo's here. It is a canon episode. This is true. Uh, Wait, yes, can I, I... Spoke by myself in the third person? What's up? I don't uh, want to spoil anything, but does that mean certain episodes are not canon? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> that doesn't mean that. It just. Okay, spoiler alert for anybody listening. <laughs> Maybe some episodes where Blimbo doesn't make an appearance. Uh, Don't worry about those episodes. (laughs) 
they're still very much canon. Uh, I'm just not able to make an appearance, okay? But I'm able to now. So uh, check out links in the description on the YouTube. Uh, if you're listening to this on any other uh, podcast enjoying app like Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, come check out the YouTube. If listening to this on uh, YouTube, go check out any of those other ones. Leave us a five star review on iTunes, and we'll shout you out like we do George Mustard, even though he just follows George Ross on uh, Mustard. Twitter. What a guy! Yeah, George. Yeah, George. Uh, anyways, though, uh, you know, we'll start shouting out Twitter handles at some point, maybe. And as always, uh, never kiss a man if he doesn't give you consent. All right. Bye. (laughs) Bye.